Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. Good morning. It's nice to look out my uh, window of my studio in Fort Collins and kind of see the sun. Sun was shining bright a minute ago. It's a little cloudy air. It comes again. I think we're going to have a beautiful day. Uh, a little cool for this time of the year. It's going to be below average, but not bad in the 60s. And uh, I'm not going to say we need a little moisture for a few few days. I'll tell you that. We got <clears throat> three days of well, I think we got over three inches at my house in the last two and a half days. So we got some rain, and there's some effects. We're going to cover some of that during the course of the show. We've got uh, water levels coming up in lakes. Even some metro lakes came up tremendous amounts. We've got river flows that are changing, but not all of them. Some of them are different, so we're going to cover some of that stuff. We're going to, um, you know, free fishing weekend is coming up uh, June 3rd and 4th, where you don't need a fishing license to go out. And in conjunction with that, there's a lot of free fishing events, especially aimed at kids, some aimed at seniors. We're going to uh, start featuring some of those on the show over the next couple weeks, so maybe you can get to one and take somebody there. And a lot of them give out free fishing gear, so it's a great way to get uh, get into it. Also, during the course of the show today, we're going to give away two sets of four tickets to what's called the... um, Big Outdoor Gear Show, or the Big Gear Show. Now, if you go to this, it's going to be the weekends of uh, June 10th and 11th. It actually goes for four days, but the first two days aren't open to the public. They're only open to dealers, but Saturday and Sunday are. You can test drive e-bikes from global brands on an indoor demo track. At It's actually two shows in one. The, the e-bike one is called the E-Revolution Consumer Show. And then they're going to have... Uh, a place where you can learn about outdoor products, biking, fishing, climbing, hiking, camping. And uh, they're going to cover that in what's called the Big Gear Show. And this will all be at the Denver Convention Center June 10th and 11th. So we're going to give away two sets of four tickets during the show. And you're just going to have to listen, so pay attention. And I'll, I'll give an announcement, and then we'll have you guys give you a chance to win those. Let's go to the phones. Joining us, uh, a partner on this show, actually. They come and they they spend time on the show about almost every year. There are neighbors to the uh, to, to the east of Nebraska. And one of the best and probably one of the premier fisheries in the western United States, it's uh, Keith County, and that fishery is Lake McConaughey. And joining us from, from there is Sean Rubeck. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm doing well. Did you guys get a bunch of rain out there, too? Oh, yeah. We've had rain, I think, the last five out of six or seven days we've had a good amount of rain. Uh, what you know, And that brings us to the question, Lake McConaughey is a huge lake with lots of amenities and lots of activities, but it does fluctuate quite a bit. What's the status of the water level there now? Uh, right now it's sitting at about 54% capacity. Um, there's not a huge flow coming in from snow melt or anything like that. So probably looking at tops of where it's going to be at for the year. Uh, as we start to warm up and irrigation starts happening, we'll have to release some of that down the river, but not any huge significant drops. I mean, it's, there's still miles and miles of open water for everyone. 
Yeah, even at that percentage, it's a huge lake. Now, when those when McConaughey's down, I've seen it down so far that you couldn't self-launch. They've launched you with trailers. What's the status of the boat launches there now? Yeah, right now there are still of the a few of those businesses that will help launch you, but we do have three boat ramps that are available. Uh, we've got Lemoyne Bay. We've got the Martin Bay, and we've got Divers Bay. So we've got three self-launchable ramps in and around the lake, as well as a few other businesses around the lake that do offer the service to launch you. Yeah. Well, there's nothing to do when you get there anyway, so I don't know why anybody would come to McConaughey, right? (laughs) Exactly. There's not miles and miles of white sand beaches or all the water you could want for all your lake activities, whether it be fishing, boating, swimming, anything of those sorts. Right, and those sandy beaches really are nice, and it is a beautiful, I've, in fact, I did several television shows there while I was still doing television, and I fished it many times besides that. I, uh, it's a tremendous fishery. We'll get to that in a minute, but let's talk a little bit about just the activities at the lake. You talked about you know, M- McConaughey, you're far enough out in Nebraska, you get nice warm weather. Those sandy beaches, you get warm water too, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, you look right at the beginning of June, you're seeing water temperatures up in the 60s already. So that water heats up pretty quick. It makes it very enjoyable for all those water activities that you could think of. Right, and it's just a great place to come. And we're going to get in a little bit. There's there's such an option of places to stay or things to do. And, you know, it's only about a three-hour drive from Denver. Yeah, it's a blink of an eye and you're here. Yeah, in fact, you used to live in the Denver metro area, and uh, I, I bet you probably went over to McConaughey when you lived here. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's a it's a quick, easy drive. I lived out in the Centennial and then Lakewood area, and from there, it was just over three hours. I mean, you get off work, you head this way, and you can have a great weekend. Let's let's talk a little bit about the fishing. Then I want to get to the other amenities that are out there. I think it's probably the premier fishery in that part of the country by far. And there's a lot of fisheries and lakes uh, north of the Dakotas, through Nebraska, Kansas, into Colorado. But Big Mac, as everybody affectionately calls it, is just a tremendous fishery. Of course, famous for its walleye, not only the numbers, but the size, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just look last year in 2022. There were 124 master angler walleyes in the state of Nebraska, and 88 of them came out of Lake McConaughey. So we've we've got the, the trophy fish that you are out there looking for if you're looking for those walleye. We got a great forage base in McConaughey. That's why they grow so well, and and a lot of that is alewives. And there used to be some shad. There might still be shad in there too. I'm not sure, but. In addition to the walleyes, a state record wiper came out of there, too. Yeah, I believe the last two years we've broke the state record for uh, wiper out at the lake. So I actually, when I was out at the International Sportsman's Expo earlier this year in Denver, I met the gentleman from Colorado that caught the state record walleye last year and broke that record. Yeah, and then you've got other species. I fished the the catfish there. In fact, that's on my YouTube channel. We took a bunch of kids out from shore and uh, caught a, just a ton of catfish. You've got um, smallmouth bass, great smallmouth bass fishing on Lake McConaughey. You've got pike and uh, you've got white bass. The white bass can be just phenomenal action. And then just not 
right next door, you've got Lake Ogallala that has great trout fishing. Yeah, some of the some of the best trout fishing that I've been able to take part in with those calmer waters down in Lake Ogallala, you've got a great selection of fish down there as well. Now, if I come to Lake McConaughey, I'm going to have a lot of options to stay there. Why don't you take me through a few of them? Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're coming out to Lake McConaughey, there's all different kinds of ways that you can stay. I mean, in Ogallala, we've got the hotels. In in Ogallala and around the lake, we also have several Airbnbs, VRBOs. But out at the lake, we have camping spots. We've got tent camping available on the beach. We've got full hookups for different trailers, amenities. We've also got some businesses around the lake that have cabins available for rent. So no matter how you're looking or wanting to stay, we've definitely got those available for you. Now, I believe you can even stay on the sand and the beach with an RV, right? You can. There are, if if you can get it down there, perfect. Otherwise, there are several different tow companies around the lake that will help you get your trailer, your RV, down right along the beach edge. I know we've stayed out there before. You open the door of that uh, RV, and you're about three feet from the water, and you, you can't really complain about waking up that way. No, and having help to get a, a larger vehicle down there like an rv or something really makes it so you don't have to worry about getting stuck and buried they're going to get you in there then they can come and get you out and then you can have your your vehicle probably can traverse the sand by without towing pretty easily and you're right there now everything on the actual camping that's associated with the lake is on a reservation system and tell us a little bit about that and when is it when do you have to get reservations and what's the process yeah, so over the last three or four years, uh, Nebraska Game and Parks has gone to a reservation system, and it's through Reserve America Camping App. Reservations for hookups for RVs, everything like that, uh, can be made up to 120 days in advance. And with beach camping, you're looking at 30 days in advance of your stay. So as we're looking ahead at the summer, all those big holidays, you've got a lot of Memorial Day booked up. A lot of 4th of July, a lot of Labor Day, too. But those are all for those setups. Now, when it comes to the beach camping, you'll be looking at the beginning of next month. You can start reserving spots for on the beach. So make sure you're really taking advantage of those and get out here and enjoy it. And you have a great app to help people, both a website and an app. And I've been talking about the website for a long time, and that's ilovelakemac.com. And really, from there... You can get to just about all the information you need, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, through I Love Lake Mac, we've got all of the different access points, all the hotel information, camping information, food information. We've got everything that you could possibly want and need. Another great thing with that app is we're also giving away free weekend trips to Lake McConaughey. So downloading the I Love Lake Mac app gives you the availability to get on takes about 20 seconds to enter, and you could win a free weekend trip out to Lake McConaughey. Then using the app, you have everything that you would need when you get here. And yeah, and that trip is going to include not just a stay, but it's going to include an activity, I believe. 
Yeah, definitely. So with that trip, what we're giving away is it's a weekend stay. So it's a two-night stay. We either pay for your hotel or your camping. You also get one excursion of your choice. If you want to come and rent boats, rent a jet ski, we take care of that. If you want to go on a guided fishing trip, we've got plenty of guides out here that are ready to take you. We also provide food vouchers and everything while you're here to make sure you're not hungry. So all you guys really would have to worry about is how to get here. Yeah, and now that's if you use the app. Now, you can go to just ilovelakemac.com, but you're better off download the app and enter to win the trips, right? Definitely. But from the app or the website, you can get to the reservation site. You can get to towing service sites. You can get to a hotel and cabin accommodation sites. Uh, there's just It really is, can be the starting point. You don't have to remember a lot of different ways to access the information. Yeah, that way you're not having to try and Google anything or search for anything. You've got it all right there in the palm of your hand. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about the surrounding Keith County. I used to do a lot of camping. Don't camp as much as I used to. I don't mind a rough day in water, but I like a hotel room with a hot meal and then uh, maybe a, an adult beverage at the end of the day at, at, my, at the hotel. So you can stay in the Keith County surrounding area, and there's a lot of restaurants and places to eat, isn't there? Yeah, we've got a handful of restaurants, and we've actually, here in the last couple of months, Ogallala just got their first brewery here. So we've got a lot of different activities if you're looking for historical uh, sites and tours while you're here visiting, if you're looking for food, if you're just looking for fun, we've got all of that inside of Keith County. Okay, last part I want to cover, and that is the fact that um, you guys, I lost my train of thought. That shouldn't, oh, events. That's what I was looking at the <laughs> concert series. Is that, you do live radio, you'll screw up. I'll tell you that, Sean. I, I've been doing it too long. But you also do events at the lake, and one is the concert series. Tell us about that. So, yeah, throughout the summer, we have several different events that we have going on. One of the ones that we are most excited for this summer is Sounds on the Square. Uh, it's a free concert series throughout the summer. It's actually in Ogallala at Rand Rendezvous Square. But five Fridays out of the summer, we have free concerts set up that anyone can come, enjoy the music, enjoy the sounds, grab a bite to eat, do a little shopping, whatever you may want to do, but we want to make sure we're getting people out there and taking advantage of all the beauty and everything that we have and bringing everyone together. Sean, we got to run, but all I can tell people is if you're planning your summer and you don't want to spend the whole, the whole trip on the road traveling, you want to get somewhere and enjoy it, just go to the ilovelakemac.com or the I Love Lake Mac app and you get your trip all set up. Any last word, Sean? Nope, Terry, I look forward. I know I'll be coming on here in a few more weeks. We'll talk again and excited to share more about what this summer has in store. All right. Thank you so much, Sean. Sean Rubeck from, from Keith County Tourism. Uh, Lake Mac, it is a great place, and it's warm and it's nice. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, um, we're going to take you up to the Arkansas headwaters and see what's going on there on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear and 104.3 The Fan. <laughs> to Philly Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan, brought to you in part by Jack's Outdoor Gear. 
Hey, I told you at the beginning of the show, I was going to give away some tickets to the um, the Big Gear Show. It's combined with the e-bike show. It's down at the Denver Convention Center. It's going to be outdoor gear, all kinds of outdoor gear, and it's going to be an e-bike with an indoor track show that you can test them. So I've got a set of four tickets to that that will be good the date of uh, June 10th and 11th at the De- Colorado Convention Center. So the fourth caller at 303-713-1043, 303-713-1043, the fourth caller gets four tickets to that show. Now let's go to the phones. And joining us from Colorado Parks and Wildlife is Corinne Service. Good morning, Corinne. Good morning, Carrie. How are you? I'm doing great. And you're calling us, I assume, from somewhere around the Arkansas River. I am. Right now I'm hanging out in Riverside Park uh, in Salida, looking at a beautiful river. It's a little cloudy today, but we're uh, excited for an event today. Yeah, and it's got, uh, we want to get to that event in just a minute. And people, if you're looking for something to do today, this is going to be a great great place to go, drive up there, take part in the, the everything that's going on there. In fact, let's tell them about the event now, then we'll get to the river conditions. What do you got going sure, on sure. today in case they want to get headed up there? Yeah, so today we're uh, at Riverside Park in Salida, and we're doing a Gear Up for Summer event. Um, we've got representatives from Colorado Parks and Wildlife, from Bureau of Land Management, U.S. Forest Service, Garna, a lot of our nonprofit partners. And we're here to really promote safe and responsible recreation. Um, there's a lot of free giveaways. We're giving away fishing poles and bikes and life jackets to kids that come. The first 50 kids that show up will get a free life jacket. Um, we're really excited to kind of, as a community, really promote getting out there, having fun, but, but doing it in a really safe way. And Arkansas River, we're going to talk more about the park and the different amenities there in a minute because it is a unique park spread up and down the river. But this event is taking place right in Salida, right? Correct, right in the heart of Salida. But, but as you said, it, we, uh, we cover 152 miles across four counties, and, and there's a lot of river and a lot of recreation to be had. It's sort of our central location where offices are located or here in, in the town Plata. And that, that goes today from 10 to 1, I believe. And get up there and take part, maybe get a free gift. And what a chance to get, what a beautiful drive to take today on a great day. It's going to be a little cooler, and, and it would be a great way to see the sights and get out there. Let's talk a little bit about the Arkansas Headwaters Recreational Area and the river itself. Um, why don't you describe, you started describing the park. Kind of describe a little more detail about the, the state park and how it's laid out. Absolutely. Yeah, as Arkansas Headwaters Recreation Area, it's a collaborative agreement with BLM and Forest Service, and we manage the recreation along 152 miles of river that goes from Leadville all the way down to Lake Pueblo. Um, So, again, it crosses through multiple counties. There's a bunch of different sections for rafting, for fishing, for camping, for mountain biking, you name it, we've got it. Um, And it just kind of depends on what's your family or what you're interested in and and where you want to head. You know, and uh, there's such different terrain and even almost different climates along the river because there's such an elevation drop, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely the, the upper, you know, section kind of Salida and upstream is is a little bit different, uh, feel and climate and temperature and, and sort of view shed. And then you head down into the Canyon towards Canyon city and Pueblo and you get those tall red walls and you really feel like you're, you're in a Canyon. Um, and so yeah, definitely a different vibe depending on what you're, where you go and what you're into. And up and down that uh, whole area, you have uh, a lot of camping opportunities. Yes, we do. So we have both fee sites where you pay to camp, and those are managed uh, directly by Arkansas Headwaters. 
But we also have a lot of dispersed camping opportunities, which is, you know, you can you can drive and find a place, and it's first come, first serve, and there's there's no fees, but also no amenities associated. So we really try to have opportunities for everybody, um, and there's a lot of different places where you can kind of tuck away and, and have a good time or, or be, you know, in the mix of a campground and, and have all the bathrooms and amenities you're looking for. And because of that dispersed up and down the river, it actually provides a lot of public access for fishing and, and boating, doesn't it? Absolutely. Access is, is, you know, the name of the game, and that's why this is such a collaborative agreement where we want to make sure that, that people can access the water, access the camping, get down there. We have over 100 miles of gold medal, gold medal waters for fishing, um, and we want to make sure that people really can, can get to it and really experience it in whatever way they're comfortable with. Let's talk a little bit about the activities. First, everybody's going to want to know, as you probably are aware, on the Front Range here, we've been inundated with rain for about two and a half to three days, and we're experiencing extremely high river flows and flooding at the lower elevations. What's happening with the river flows up in the Arkansas River area? Yep, I'm standing here looking at the river right now, and we definitely had a, we had a little bit of a snow and a rainstorm um, a, day, a couple days ago, so that gave us a little bump. Um, but we are not, we are not having those extreme flooding events at this moment. We're sitting at just a little bit above 700 CFS. Um, but I think the melt, the spring melt and runoff is starting to happen. It's kind of a slow rollout. Um, but I think we're looking for a a really good boating year, really good, you know, recreation year. And, and as we like to say, it's, it's looking beautiful and it's sitting at average. That's great. So even though it might be a little discolored, I'm sure there's plenty of access for both floating, whether it's for fishing or just to float the river, and walk-in access probably are both still doing pretty good. Absolutely, yes. Everything's everything's open, everything's available, um, and we have a lot of, again, access, as you you spoke to it, for for both walking in and and floating and, and anything you're looking for. Now... It's a tremendous brown trout fishery. There are some rainbows there, too, um, but it's known for its brown trout. And, of course, it's known for the Mother's Day caddis hatch, which people (laughs) don't realize usually starts way before Mother's Day at the lower elevations and works its way up. Do you know what the status of the fishing and the hatches are? You know, I've heard it's I've heard it started and it's happening well, but I've not seen it for myself. So that is secondhand information uh, thus far. But I think things are starting to happen around here. Yeah, and the water, you meant you and I talked earlier, you said the water had a little color to it because of the rain that came down, but certainly was both wade fishable and float fishable. And right, and you also are one of the just river floating destinations in the United States, one of the tops. And, the, and it can vary. You have quite a variety of different classes of rapids and things, don't you? We do. We definitely do. And a lot of it is also dependent on that water level. But yeah, we've got everything from that family float opportunity to, you know, class four, class three, class four, whitewater experience for those that are a little more um, adventurous. Um, but it just kind of depends on where you go and what, what you're looking for. We, we really have opportunities for everybody. But, yes, this, is, this river is one of the most, if not the most, commercially wrapped river uh, in the U.S., and we're really proud of that, and we want to make sure that it's, you know, safe and, and fun for everybody. Now, one thing we want to tell people, too, is if they can't get up there today, we'll, t- we'll give them the event one more time in just a minute. But because you have agreements to maintain some water flows on the river, it stays pretty fishable and floatable through the summer, doesn't it? It does indeed, yeah. So we um, we have a what we call the Voluntary Flow Management Plan, where we work with all of our partners to um, to really try to set flows for recreation, at least during July, from starting July 1st to August 15th. Um, we want to make sure that that recreation, those, those 
businesses can run. You know, it's just a lot of a lot of folks coming in between a short period of time that sort of made a September. So we really want to make sure that they can we can provide those opportunities. And then after that, we really want to look focus on those flows as it relates to fishing and the spawn and everything else. So we drop those flows down. Um, and we all work together to make sure that we're really responsibly managing the resource for both recreation and our wildlife. All right. Tell people real quick again about your event. Yep. Come on down to Slida Riverside Park. We've got representatives from many federal and state partners as well as nonprofits for some free gear and really, really promoting a safe and fun uh, summer full of recreation. All right. Corinne, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you get a great turnout. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You bet. That's Corinne Service from Colorado Parks and Wildlife. Uh, Arkansas is a great fishery. I've been checking throughout the state, by the way, and there's a lot of rivers are blowing out, and especially after this rain. I, I will get some more updates as we get into the show a little bit, but some of them are virtually unfishable. You can always fish, but it it can be more difficult and it can be dangerous. So we're going to talk about that during the show, too. But the Arkansas, a little discoloration, but it seems to be holding up. And if you understand that and how to fish that, you know, bigger flies, maybe some streamers, uh, approach it a little differently, fish closer to the shore. Um, it still should be fishing fairly well for quite a while. And with that hatch moving upriver, as the water clears up, it could be phenomenal over the next week or two. So it might be something to keep on your list of where to go in the next couple of weeks before the big runoff even starts some more. We're going to take time out. When we come back, we're going to take you out to another state park site and some great things they're doing for people who are disadvantaged to get uh, some access to their trails. All that and more coming up on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear on 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan, brought to you in part by Jack's Outdoor Gear. Jack's has locations up and down the front range. If you're an outdoor enthusiast, stop in one. You're going to find all your needs to be taken care of by really true professional outdoor people. Let's go to the phones now. And joining us from Colorado Parks and Wildlife is Aaron Vogel. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Terry. Thanks for having me on this morning. Well, thanks for coming on. You are joining us from uh, Ridgeway, which is out in the southwest part of the state. What's the weather like out there? Right now, it is sunny with a little bit of clouds. It has that little morning crisp, but it's going to get warm today. Yeah, it gets beautiful. It's such a terrible place to visit because it looks so ugly out there. I know. We have no mountain views, no running rivers. It's terrible. <laughs> I know. And all kidding aside, Ridgeway State Park is where you're located, and it is one of the most scenic, beautiful places in the state. You're not too far from Ure, which is called the Switzerland of the Rockies. I've driven by that and just almost got to pull the car over just to look at the view. It's so beautiful there when you're coming down that highway. Um, we're going to talk about the park today, but we're also going to talk about a program you have for mobility-challenged people to get out and really enjoy it. And it's a program that's being taking place at a few state parks, and I think it's just tremendous, and that's the track chair program. We'll get to that in just a minute. Let's talk a little bit about Ridgeway. Of course, this time of the year, everybody wants to know how the water is doing. Yeah, our water level is uh, low right now. Um, if you know the park, Mears Bay is um, is dry, and then Dallas Creek has um, a receded shoreline. However, uh, we did get some communication from our 
um, our the stuff at the dam and the water level is going to be coming up in the last in the next couple weeks. Yeah, and it, that's pretty typical this year. They'll start filling it. You probably got quite a bit of snowpack in the mountains, but a lot of it hasn't come down yet. Is that right? Right, right. And that's another one of the reasons why it's a little bit lower. And we do have a lot of irrigation water rights holders that um, are preparing for uh, the summer season. All right. Now, you have a lot of amenities there. One is a swim beach, but that's not quite open yet, right? Correct. And then, but you do have your boat ramps are open. Yeah, our boat ramps are open um, during the week, Monday through Thursday. We're open eight to four, and then Friday through Sunday, seven to seven. And you have a a lot of camping opportunities there, I believe. Yeah, all of our campgrounds opened up May first, and so we have just under three hundred sites. Um, they range from. Tent sites and then electric sites and then full hookup RV sites. Um, some of them are a little bit more exposed. Some are near a river and then others are kind of up on a, a little mesa that have some trees. And, and of course, we talked about the view and how beautiful it is. And not only for campers or people that are fishing, which we'll talk about in a minute, but you have a great trail system, too. Yes, we are so lucky to have 21 miles of trail. Um, for a lot of different users, um, from hiking to mountain biking, um, and then now more recently, our track share program. And and I want to talk about the fishing, and then we'll get to the track share. Sure. Uh, your yeah. lake uh, is one of the premier fisheries out in that part of the state. In fact, Ridgeway has produced some giant brown trout. It's also stocked with rainbows, and there's some smallmouth in there. How's the fishing going right now, and are people, is, have the brown trout started biting? Yeah, they have started biting. We've had some good fishing reports this last week, and then um, the ponds at Paco Chupac have been stocked over the last couple of weeks, and um, a lot of uh, visitors have been catching the rainbows. Um, and then with the, even though our reservoir is down, our river has been up at a healthy um, CFS, so the, the catching down there has been really really good yeah you have a great stretch of river down there a lot of fly fishermen take advantage of that i mean you can stay right there you can stay at ridgeway and do so many things or stay close by and fish that river and i can't say enough folks again before we move on to this track chair the quality of the brown trout i mean we're talking double digit brown trout come out of ridgeway reservoir there's some monster fish in there now let's talk about your track chair program uh several parks throughout the state are starting to do this and i think this is one of the most incredible wonderful programs and it's aimed at mobility challenged people that maybe couldn't get out on the trails or get to the water's edge to enjoy our state parks or other activities to tell people about your track chair program yeah, we debuted it last July, and we've had a good um, amount of reservations. Um, we have two chairs, one that we received from Staunton State Park over near Denver, and then another one uh, was received through uh, the Christopher Reeves grant. Um, our park manager wrote a grant and received that, so we've been able to. Um, it's outfitted to uh, be a hunting and fishing-type chair, so there's uh, a rack for archery bows, and then um, a gun rack um, to help uh, with side alignment there. Um, but both of these chairs can go on our, we have four trails that they're able to go on. 
Um, and then we also can bring them to the water's edge, whether that's down um, along the shore at the reservoir or it's down along the river's edge um, at Paco Chupac or at Dallas Creek. Now, if people aren't familiar, these track chairs are like little tanks that are that a handicapped or a challenged, mobility challenged person can sit in and they can go just about anywhere, probably places it'd be hard to walk they can go. And they can get these people out into the trails and out to the water's edge. In fact, I think you even let them use it to go fishing, don't you? Yes, something new that we're starting this spring. Uh, one of our rangers is really passionate about fishing, and he used to um, be a college bass fisherman um, that competed across the state. And um, so he is wanting to um, set up reservations for um, mobility impairment individuals to go on our boat. And so we would provide the boat and the truck chair, and then um, individuals would provide their own fishing gear. But he has great knowledge of fishing at the reservoir especially. And so we're really excited to launch that and hoping to, to, reach, uh, to broaden our reach uh, with this program. So if I want to take advantage of these track chairs, how do I do that? Yeah, right now um, our reservation system is really by calling the visitor center, and I can provide that number if that would be helpful. Um, we have we would like to make it like Staunton, where we have kind of an online reservation program. Um, we have kind of a long range view, and uh, it's going to take us a little bit of time to get there. But right now, um, reservation via phone has been working for us really well. Um, we have kind of a two hour time slot where. Um, where visitors would reserve it and you would go out with either a volunteer or a staff member for the duration um, since they, they know the area and they know the, the chair a little bit better than maybe first-time users. So when you come out, you also need to be accompanied by somebody that can walk along with you, right? Yes, we do request that um, two people minimum for each reservation. Um, and then we do have a transfer board available if that is something that the user would like to, to use to transfer from one chair to another. All right. So they call and they can call the visitor center. You know, you can give the number. I'll have you give it in a minute. But the easiest way, folks, is just go to Colorado Parks and Wildlife, choose the Ridgeway Park, and then just the number for the visitor center will be right on that, that page. But go ahead and give that number. Yeah, it's 970-626-5822. And, you know, Aaron, I just I so appreciate these programs that the outdoors has meant so much to my life, and I know what it can mean to other people's lives. And I've dealt, I've got several stories, I'm not going to get into them now, that have touched my heart working with people that were uh, challenged in some way physically, and uh, to see them get out and enjoy the outdoors again or for the first time, and the smile it puts on their face. So this is a tremendous program, Aaron, and good luck with it. Thank you so much. All right, Aaron, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, have a good day. Thanks for having me on. You bet. That's Aaron Vogel from Ridgeway State Park. We're going to take another quick time out. When we come back, we're going to tell you about a youth and a senior fishing event that's coming up that uh, you might want to take part in right here on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear and 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Uh, let's go right to the phones and joining us from the Adams County Sheriff's Department, uh, Deputy Sherry Cole. Good morning, Sherry. 
Good morning, Terry. It's a uh, rain stop down there in uh, the Denver metro area. Yes, it has. Thankfully, um, we've got some in the forecast. They say, but it's looking pretty beautiful today. Yeah, we need some. We needed a little drying out. It was good. <clears throat> you know, we always say we need moisture, but. It's hard to complain when the sun is shining and it's about 75 degrees, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel like I have lakefront property now. <laughs> hey, Sherry, uh, anybody who listens to this show knows I'm evangelistic about getting people out into the outdoors because I think it it's life-changing. I think the value system, the memories, the bonding, the friendships, the things that come from time quality time outdoors are just irreplaceable by any other activity and this time of the year we see a number of organizations putting on events to uh, get people outdoors and you're putting on a great one and we wanted to give you a chance to tell us about it and these are the Adams County fishing fishing festivals is that right that is correct and honestly on behalf of the Adams County Sheriff's Office Terry we appreciate you um, so much for having us on the show and allowing us to talk about this event because we feel it the exact same way. Um, there are a lot of seniors that, uh, senior citizens that sometimes feel um, forgotten and they want to get out and uh, sometimes their mobility doesn't allow them to do that. Um, and then some kids, especially with COVID having just taken place, um, there are a lot of kids that have not gotten out into the, you know, out into the outdoors and some of them have never fished before and making that free for them, um, both the state, you know, has the wonderful free fishing weekend, as well as, um, you know, we had Colorado Parks and Wildlife donate fishing poles, and Bill's Bait Shop has donated night crawlers. So we've got just an incredible opportunity to get a lot of people outside and sort of encourage the community to explore the outdoors. Um, but also to improve the relationship that we at the Adams County Sheriff's Office have with the community. Now, um, the date for these are going to be, um, I believe yours is it uh, June 3rd, is that right? Correct. So June 3rd, go ahead. Oh, good. I would say June 3rd, as you mentioned, is free fishing weekend. So not only are you not charging for this event, but you don't need a fishing license June 3rd and 4th, people. And so you can take part in these kind of activities and not have to buy a license just to see if you want to start fishing or get back into it. Now, I assume this will take place at the Adams County Fairgrounds. Is that right? Yes. Um, it's now called the Riverdale Regional Park. Um, we will be at the two ponds at the park. So it is just uh, west of uh, Highway 85 at 124th Avenue um, near Henderson Road. And I have actually fished those ponds in the past, um, and they have a lot of warm water species in them. There's a lot of bass and catfish and panfish in those ponds. But just prior to this event, it's going to be stocked with, did you tell me, like two-pound trout? Um, yep. So uh, the, the sheriff has a very good relationship with Liley's Fisheries, and they will be stocking the pond with the larger fish for people to catch. Um, and, but the Colorado Parks and Wildlife uh, will be um, stocking the pond as well, um, probably with a lot smaller fish, but it will make it um, very enjoyable to fish throughout the year. So, 
You're right, and it gives you opportunities. Not only it gives people an opportunity to get out, maybe get some free fishing gear, but also to um, learn about these ponds that may be close to where they live that they can take advantage of all through the summer. So take us through the event, the timing of it, and what people will see when they get there and things like that. So um, the morning of the event, uh, you can you can pre-register for the event both at the um, Adams County uh, Government Center at our headquarters location. Uh, we also have online registration. You can get that from Facebook. We've got a Facebook event. Uh, aside from that, you'll show up in the morning. We'll have coffee and pastries. First thing in the morning, you can register directly before the event or up until, you know, the event ends. If you want to register right before and get 30 minutes of fishing in, you're welcome to it. Um, but seniors will begin at 5.30 a.m. We will have uh, shuttles. Uh, we'll have our transport guys from over at the jail. They're going to make sure that um, when folks park, uh, if they if they can't travel long distances uh, or have a lot of gear with them, our uh, our transport guys will make sure that they can get them to the to the lakeside, um, and then we will um, do fishing for the seniors and a couple of casting competitions up until 11 a.m. At which point we will um, name winners and give out the prizes for the seniors. Uh, those seniors. Also, we'll be getting um, handouts. The Brighton small businesses and surrounding small businesses have given us a ton of gift cards and, and other giveaways, so that will be super cool. Um, and then we'll have a little downtime, about 30 minutes, so we can help get all of the seniors to their vehicles, at which point we'll start registration for the kids at uh, 12 o'clock at noon and uh, they will be able to fish until four. They will also then get their prizes and we have giveaways. So all of the registration forms will be put into a bowl and we'll pick out registration forms to win some of those giveaways that we have been given. Um, that includes um, the Home Depot. They've got tools and barbecue grills and um, other things that they've donated. Wright and McGill has provided us tackle and other things to, to give out, as well as the Bass, uh, honestly, the Bass Pro Shop. They, they've got some huge donations of um, tackle boxes filled with tackle. Um, they also gave us the grant money in order to, you know, run this event. So it's going to be really cool. And I think you have like over 250 fishing rods to give out. Is that right? We do. The Colorado Parks and Wildlife um, and Ranger Michelle, she's incredible. She'll be running activities the day of because we're expecting kids anywhere from age, you know, two and three all the way up to 17. And uh, four hours of fishing might be a little bit much. Um, but she'll be um, doing some activities the day of and they have <clears throat> they have donated um, 250 fishing poles, um, and those will be available for kids to fish with that day and take home with them so they can continue to fish with their parents throughout the year. So tell us, where with, if I want more information on this, where should I go? Um, so you can go to, um, again, our, our event on Facebook. Um, we're also located... What is the, is that Facebook uh, Adams County or Adams County Sheriff? What's the 
Adams County Sheriff's Office. Yep, we're the the Adams County Sheriff's Office, Colorado. And uh, that's our, we've got our Facebook event there that links you directly to our website, which which is adamssheriff.org. And that has um, our registration forms that can be downloaded. You could also just come into the government center off of, uh, it's 4430 South Adams County Parkway. Um, and that is our headquarters. And we've got a bunch of registration forms in there. And we love to see our community. So anybody that wants to stop by, we'd love to show you around and let everybody see the sheriff's office. All right. We are out of time here, um, Sherry. But great event. Again, it's June 3rd. Go to Adams County Sheriff Colorado Facebook for more information. Thanks for joining us and thanks for putting on this event. Thank you so much, Terry. Have a wonderful day. You bet. It's just events like this are going to be going on, folks, now through the next few weeks. And if you can get your kid, or in this case, a kid or a senior, out to these, it can be life-changing. It can be so much. You create so many memories and have so much fun. Speaking of memories, let's create some with one of our favorite guests after this time out. Nate Zolinski will join us on 104.3 The Fan.